0: Let's Talk Home Repair is sponsored by Matriarchy Build, who provide tele-DIY services connecting homeowners to vetted pros for one-on-one video consultations. Visit matriarchybuild.com to get guidance on projects as small as a leaky faucet or as big as a home remodel. You can even book a session with Amy themselves. Visit www.matriarchybuild.com.
1: Tele-DIY. Like telehealth? Yeah. Cool. I know. Hi, I'm Amy, general contractor. And I'm Alicia, homeowner, and we're talking home Home repair. repair. And we have Kayla here with us today. Amy Works, project manager, visiting. On this episode, we are going to do a project update, the DADU project update. And then it's uh, not all things saws, but we are going to start (laughs) a conversation about different kind of saws. And we'll look at some... uh, Kind of what they do, their names, uh, some tips, and some safety, of course, on using saws. But Kayla, let's start with you. Update on the dad do. Last time we talked, there was, it kind of looked like a house. Siding and windows. Right. But no doors. But no doors and no a drywall. Right. And we were waiting on plumbing and electrical? Was I think that so. that true? Okay. So Thinks- where are we at
2: now? Uh, so right now we have plumbing done. And electrical done and their inspections. Also, our HVAC is done and inspected.
1: And What today, kind of HVAC are you using?
2: Uh, so, I, they actually just had a heat pump installed. So, theirs was actually pretty minor. So, and a mini split. Oh, okay. My favorite. So, no ducting. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> no ducting. No. Okay.
2: The only ducting we had to put in was for the bathroom and laundry room fan. Okay. But we did that just because it was easier.
1: And Is that... Is that different than? I mean, you need to have other kinds of venting as well, right? Like, yeah, oh, like for plumbing. Yeah. Oh yeah, the pipes that go through the yeah roof. Yes. And you can't? Can you share any of that? No. Okay. Just ask them for the people. Don't look at me like
2: that. <laughs> but it was pretty cool to see all the plumbing running from everywhere to one stack that goes up into one boot in your roof. So everything's vented into one. Oh,
1: okay. So plumbing does share a vent. Yeah, plumbing does. And it was a small enough house that they could share that.
2: Yeah. All right. And then we had insulation finished today. And so now the inside of the DADU looks hairy. Just it's (laughs) like (laughs) growing itself from, you know, inside. It's weird looking, but it's awesome. So was it uh,
1: blown or just regular? Bat. And you guys didn't do that? No, nope. no. Okay, and who's responsible for that? What piece of that is that? A drywall thing or insulation? Oh, just the whole company just does that. Mm-hmm. All the other All right. oh,
0: they do it so fast. So fast. they get, I mean, in and out. How long did it take them? Half a day.
2: Uh, yeah. Oh, a so day and actually, a, a day and a half. That. Yeah. And how would you choose what kind of insulation you use? Was that already described by the client? No, that's called out on our set of plans when you go through and get your structurals and plan set drawn up it calls out specific.
1: Oh, so you couldn't have changed it if you
2: wanted to. No. That's what was permitted was that kind of insulation? Well, the, the, I mean,
0: first there's there's the R value that we have to that we have to maintain, sure. right, according to code. And then there's also and what was that? It is R21. 21 for the walls, so 2 by 6 framing and then it's R38, I believe, for the roof. Wow. Um and then depending on po- upon what they want, there's there's some installations that we could use that have a, a sound deadening, um, sure. like rock wool is what the, what they call, but it's more expensive. So we just go with a um, fiberglass or similar um, bad insulation that just rolls out into the uh, joist base
1: or um, stud base. So I keep on interrupting you. Okay. So then you have insulation.
2: Yeah. And then insulation has its own inspection. And since we have The house framed up, a roof, siding, windows. Now that all of our mechanicals are done, which is plumbing, electrical, and HVAC, Mm -hmm. uh, we have inspection tomorrow. And the inspector takes care of our framing inspection at that time because insulation is part of that as well. So we seal up with caulking around the sill plates and the concrete. There's a bead of caulk up the corners of the houses. And that's all part of insulation prep before they insulate. And what's the thought behind that is that a moisture
1: thing is that an air thing or a fire thing? What what's the idea of caulking that internally?
2: So it's an air seal is what when you have the caulking up because the corners don't like totally
1: Sure, okay. tighten yeah.
2: together because it is a stud going up and if it's bowed in any way shape or form or got it imperfections. And it's,
1: there is
0: some fire pre- fire prevention. So the fire prevention well. too
2: is like also the foam. That's part of the pre-insulation, so when an electrician drills through a stud and runs a wire through, the insulation uh, crew fills that with foam. And so all of that is done, and then that dries, and then they can put the bats in.
1: When that inspection gets done tomorrow, is that it for inspections? No. No. First, we're going to put
0: drywall in, right? Drywall's coming next week.
2: That's all of our pre-inspections. Everything's done, we can cover. Everything's got the okay to cover.
0: There'll be final for electrical, final for plumbing, and then a final for occupancy.
1: Oh the so like the finishes. They'll right. check the plumbing again. Right. Once they put go the and it's in and, and right, like all, all the of stuff.
0: all the, the sinks are in and the drain lines are all connected and everything, they'll do that and then electrical as well because they have you know, junction boxes but they don't have outlets there and those Got kind it. of things. What we do for finishing is we'll put... Well, the towel bars and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. that. We're doing cabinet. Are we doing cabinet install or is that being subbed out? Uh, This one is being subbed
2: out because the vendor that they went with does cabinets and countertops. And so they have their own install crews. Nice, yeah. But not every vendor has that option for install. So you can only purchase from them and then have to install yourself.
1: That's kind of nice to have them do that, though. I Oh, it is, because if it's not right, it's like, hey, you guys need
2: to come back out. Right, Mm -hmm. right,
1: right, right. Mm -hmm. That's great. So how are you doing on scheduling? Is everything looking good?
2: Yeah, I mean, we had a hiccup with the snow that set, you know, our HVAC back. And then the plumbers uh, couldn't get their inspection in time. So that kind of set us back. And luckily, actually, that was pretty funny. We caught um, the uh, plumbers almost left their test caps in. (gasps) Explain what those are. Well, I mean, it's just for their inspection purposes. They put these caps in, and it's, like, sometimes they're, you know, it's, like, to test the the water. And pressurize the system. Yeah, and they almost left them in, which would have, insulation would have went in, and then drywall would have went in, and we would have had to tear (laughs) that out in order for them to (laughs) To grab those. those, Right, yeah. Who caught Uh, that? uh, Actually, Susan and I were out there, and we were like, What's that? And uh, <laughs> oh, we had just seen it right on the corner uh, and realized. That, nice catch. Yeah, there's just a few things. I think all of our subs are busy at the beginning of the year. I mean, everybody, it just seems like, is a little behind. So mm. that puts just everybody else a little more behind. But the good thing is, we're at drywall and paint right now, and drywall's quick. And then the Mm-mm. homeowners are actually doing their own painting. Right. Right. And so
1: you have hands off and then hand it over them over to them completely and then let them paint. Or are you going to come back in to no, then we'll close? Okay. Yeah, because it's so much easier
0: to paint when you have absolutely nothing to exactly, paint around. Right. Right. It's just like you could go in with a sprayer and get it done or roller and get it done and not having to go around cabinets or oh, so you're going to even do
2: a pre cabinet. That's awesome. Oh yeah. yeah. That is oh, like yeah. rule of thumb. You should always, and anybody if should, you if can, you get that opportunity, always that paint before finishing mm-hmm. a room in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Trim the whole nine yards because otherwise you just have to tape everything off and you have to do it in an order when you pull the tape and everything else. It's just too much. So I got
0: noticed right before I came up here today. Oh, yeah. For the flooring, just got hit by supply. supply. Yep, they said that the flooring that they've ordered won't Ugh. be available until the 5th of June. So, uh,
2: Fifth and this flooring was June. picked out last oh, year.
0: yeah, months ago.
1: And why didn't you purchase it at that time? We had no place to put it. Okay, because in the past, you talk about in your own renovations, you know, don't even start until you have almost all or all of right. your materials. Right,
0: and then we will have that at the home that we're doing the renovation on, but... We didn't have a building,
1: and you wouldn't have kept it at your office or anything.
0: No, no. And, um, you know, when we first asked them, What is the availability? Oh, we can get this two week delivery time. Well, no,
1: yeah, <laughs> so, it seems like what's tending to happen is the longer the project the more Mm -hmm. likely something like that happens. Mm -hmm. Because my deck project, the exact same thing, because it's been two years, a year and a half, they don't even make that color anymore or that product anymore. Oh, are you kidding? So now we have to go and and pick another, you know. There's still nice options. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the one I really wanted and I was most excited, I'm just like,
2: why are you? (laughs) Well, you know, the other thing, too, is about like products and materials is how it's getting delivered. You also have to be able to accept your delivery. So cabinets, they will just drop them where that's convenient, depending on the truck or the directions they give. Mm -hmm. And so to have a bunch of flooring, you then have to put in the time, if they drop it outside, to move it somewhere. Or pick it up in a truck to move it to another location. I mean, there's just so much involved with a delivery. You really just want to be 100% ready for it. Right. So when we do other remodels and we do someone's bathroom, we can put it in their garage and say, hey, is that an option? And they say yes. Then we can just have the delivery make straight to the garage. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and then it's just there. And so we're only moving it to another room in the house. Right. But right. weather and everything else, you just, you have to be ready for a delivery. Because yes. you're not the only stop on that delivery. So they're going to drop and go. <laughs> yep. Drop at the curb.
1: <laughs> See ya. Gotta go. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Are you posting any pictures on the website? Uh, not a, I don't that's think on the website
0: there may be some going up on uh, Facebook
1: or oh, cool. Instagram. Yeah. yeah, well that's pretty exciting. Yeah, like at this point when you get so close, mm-hmm. does it get? Is it almost kind of like graduation day where you're just getting really senioritis on this project? <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean because you want you just want all the things that take the most time to be done because you are you can already see it. Yeah. See, see you know, okay, I yeah. got to put drywall on. I already know this is a wall. I, yeah. okay, let me let me get the cabinets in here. But yeah. really, I mean, some of these things are crucial for that. So you just kind of have to twiddle your thumbs around because I already <laughs> see Slow the house. Down, I know Kayla. what it is. Right. I know. And that's, I'm bad at that. <laughs> but. That's awesome. Yeah. So
1: let's move on to we're doing a little bit of tool talk today. Saws. Yeah. What did you want to tell us, Amy, about saws? Well, you
0: know, one of the with the with the workshops that I have taught and and Kayla had the the workshop the woodworking work, work, workshop at Seattle Central. I have found that women have a tendency to have the greatest fear of the saws, the circular saw mm-hmm. and the miter saw, and to the point where they really want to use it, but they're so afraid that they're not even going to pick it up. Like, you encountered that with your class.
1: Yeah, absolutely. When the women were talking yeah. to us. Mm-hmm.
0: It, right. When we had There's them this, out, it's like, oh, my
1: word. Most scary, but most rewarding. Right. Mm-hmm. They kind of when they like, get to do
0: it. Right. So I thought, you know, um, we'd go through a couple of different types of saws just to give people a, kind of an understanding if they're in the market for a saw. And it's like, ooh, I really want to buy a saw. What should I get? Um, kind of thing, and then just to give them some idea of what's going on. So we're going to talk about the uh, circular saws, a couple of different kinds of circular saws, and then we'll talk about the, the miter saw as well.
1: I want to talk so. about blades when we get there. Absolutely. Because that's Not what huge. I get intimidated by. Oh, like, do you? Well, what, what am I supposed oh. to buy? You know, what oh. am I needing for what I want to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just use one for everything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> exactly.
1: All
0: right, so, so circular saws, two different types. There's the sidewinder, and then there's the inline saw. Know the difference between them? Maybe. Are they both hand tools? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Both the uh, the circular saw that you skill saw also. Yeah, called it's yes yeah, skill saw, but that's actually a brand brand name. name. Right. Yeah.
1: I don't know the difference. Oh, uh,
0: the the sidewinder is is the most common one that that you know DIYers would use with the motor on the side. Mm-hmm. Right. Kind of compact got that big foot on it. The other one, the inline, there's there's two types of inline. Worm drive is one where the motors in the back and then there's one called a hypoid. And the difference between the worm drive and the hypoid is just the transmission kind of thing, the gearing inside. So, what's the practical difference? Not a whole lot. Well, mm-hmm. th- actually the hypoid doesn't require oil. Okay. It's got a sealed motor, so you don't have to oil it. Where the worm drive has to be oiled, and so there's that maintenance that you need to think about. Um, and practically, what
1: is, what's the difference between the two different saws?
0: The sideline or sidewinder is is smaller, more compact, and it's a little bit lighter. It's easier if you're doing overhead work mm-hmm. or you know doing some free form kind of stuff where you're holding the saw with both hands as opposed to just it running on a piece of you know. Uh, plywood or whatever, Um, and the uh, worm drive or the inline, it's got more torque to it. The blade speed is less, but you've got more torque. So if you're cutting wet wood, like if you're cutting um, pressure-treated posts and things like that, that can sometimes be really, uh, really wet, right? I mean, just like incredibly heavy. Um, It'll bog your circular saw down, um, your sidewinder, and then the, the worm drive goes right through it.
2: Mm. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. what's your experience, Kayla, with with the different saws?
2: Well, I would say practical is for me, corded or not corded, is more is, of a discussion than yeah. The that is or more of a deciding factor if it's practical or not for me.
1: Yeah, and nowadays the 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 cordless, they still have about all the power you need on a circular, right? Depends on what
0: you're doing. Depends on what you're cutting. Yeah. If you're doing some pressure-treated stuff, it's not going to take long for you to wear your batteries down.
1: Might you move, though, for those kind of cuts to a miter saw or
2: a... Depends Chop on the saw, saw. size-wise. You mm-hmm. know, a post, for example, your saw has to be able to... The blade has to be deep enough to right. cut through that or it has to have a slide compound, you know, for your for your saw. The other thing is handheld saws, people have a tendency to push and... If it's battery powered, you are going to uh bind your battery and, and uh, drain it much quicker if you push. You shouldn't have to push. That's going into blades. If you have to push, you need to change your blade. Okay. You should be able it should be able to the blade do its should job. Saw it. <laughs> yeah. It's already on a motor with mm-hmm. oil or not oil, regardless. You shouldn't have to push. Mm-hmm. So that's another, you know, practical part of it, I think.
0: I often have to push. But I often don't change my blade when I should, <laughs> and it's so amazing when I do that I change that it's it to like a butta. It oh, is yeah. like I have been fighting with this for you know hours and just put a new blade
2: on. And what's it's your like, hesitation? So it's actually yeah. one of the hardest tools in I, the industry to change, which is why I think people fear from it, right? right. Because you know there's the righty tighty, lefty loosey. Everything you know is backwards, backwards. when it comes <laughs> right. to a circular saw, right? Right, and so. It's intimidating because you have to put the teeth facing the right direction. Mm-hmm. Right. You have to uh, reverse everything you know to turn the nut and washer that holds it together. I mean, the whole thing is it's incredibly complicated. Okay, explain complicated. that a little bit. We
0: we understood what you were saying, but that nut that holds that that blade on is reverse threaded. So instead of loosening it to the left you're going to loosen it to the right
1: and don't you have to do it on both sides or are they built now that you are just turning against something that's solid there's often a stop on on the blade itself that
0: that will hold that in place right you you got you looking Mm -hmm. around somewhere on there and there's a button to push it's not the trigger to turn the saw on but there's somewhere there's this little button it's like oh that's what it is that's it's that that's the stop for the blade in order to do
2: so make sure to find that right it it's looks the like button. the safety button
0: yeah but it's kind
1: of tucked into the it front is. or somewhere so
0: okay. that you don't yeah. ever
2: accidentally
1: hit it because that would be bad yeah yeah so we start by unplugging or taking the battery off 100%. Finding that blade stop button or whatever device that your saw has mm-hmm. to lock that blade so that you have something to push against backwards
2: right. on mm-hmm. the
1: nut to loosen loosen that right. and take the
2: blade off. Right. Mm-hmm. Nut and,
1: or screw, sometimes it's, it depends mo- on what you're working most
2: on. Most commonly is the Allen wrench where you put it in and, and turn it that way. It, it Most saws come with that Allen wrench to take your blade off.
1: Oh, so it's not a socket.
2: No. No, it's you just put the little Allen wrench in there, and every saw comes with it. Normally, in the handle, there's a little hidden compartment mm-hmm. where it goes, and it's already in there normally when you buy your saw. Right. So okay. people sometimes forget to even think, oh, where was the tool for this? It's what's right actually on there, <laughs> yeah. and right. don't forget to put it back. Oh man, right. you'd be so upset, <laughs> so oh, upset. I can't tell you how many times I've been upset. Yeah, <laughs> and I've learned my lesson.
1: And so the bl- the uh, blades when you buy them, they kind of. Help you out, right? Like you 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 mentioned, the uh, teeth have to be in the right direction. They kind of help you with the the printed side is the side that should be out, correct? Correct. And so they they try to help you a little bit. They mm-hmm.
2: do, yeah. And you know, blades is an interesting topic for saws because if you look at blades, like go into a Home Depot, go to the blade section, and you will see the teeth are different, and there's a wider gap between the teeth. And then there's smaller gaps and you'll look at the name and some's for finishing, some's for hardy board, some's for plywood, you know, and there is but like rough I... and demo and those blades are just built specifically for that task that's printed on the blade.
1: Are you telling me that they use those words to describe? Because I haven't seen that. They're just like, oh, I'm I'm going to be doing baseboards. And so here's my baseboard saw.
2: All well, I trend. see it, is like the inches,
1: mm-hmm. you know, that the teeth diamond. per inch. No, no, no. Of
2: the of the, oh, whole the actual blade. size of yeah. the blade itself. So like oh, okay. Diablo is a you know That's a great blade. A brand. Yeah. And so when you go to that section on their blades, they have uh, finish is the word. So mm-hmm. that would be baseboards, finish work, finish material. Uh what else? Demo. They have hardy, they have framing. And those are the words you will see printed on the cross-cut. blade. Cross cut. Crosscut? Cross cut's another yep. one. And what will cross cut mean?
0: That would be like doing, uh, just cutting two by fours okay. cross
2: grain. They have composite ones, mm-hmm. you know, for the, you know, decking and things of that nature.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean your material
2: is composite and that's yeah. going to mm-hmm. go through it. And yeah. most of it is for the material or the act of that material. So, baseboards is a finish material. So, the one that says finish, it's, you know.
1: What else would be a finish product? So, those teeth are going to be small and they're going to be close together so that
2: you get nice cuts. Mm-hmm. So if you needed to do finished ply, yeah. something that needed okay. a really nice like shelving, yep, maybe th- anything that needed a nice cut. Some people put plywood on walls and garages instead of drywall, you know, you can have that, you know, if you want a finished cut. So so a trick for cutting plywood, yes, is
0: that you cut it on the opposite side of the side that's going to show. So if you've got the nice It's going to splinter. Right. Uh, one way to keep it from splintering so much is to actually tape it along your cut yep. line. I was wondering that Put like some, a painter's tape, painter's tape, tape that. along that line and it'll keep the splintering down. But if you flip it over, the hardest part with that is it's like, okay, you have to transpose your line. Not that big of a deal, but you know, think as about long as you're it.
1: thinking about it. Right. But
0: because the blade is coming up through the bottom that in the, you know, toward the front. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's kind it, of
1: kicking forward. Right. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's digging almost like a trench. Right. 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 It's yeah. not
0: cutting it down. It's coming up through the material. So if you flip it over, then that, that cuts it much and, nicer.
2: And if you don't know what we're talking about, turn your saw on and watch the right. way. Which it, way the
0: blade rotates. Yeah.
2: Really, truly watch how that circulates through. I mean, this is what's going to happen. Right. You know. So always cut on the opposite side.
1: Right. Yeah. And then you get nice clean cuts. Yes. Nice tip. I was wondering if the um, tape really does help.
2: It does. It, it does. Go ahead. I was going to say, and for plywood, it also depends on what plywood you're sure. using. I, just as an example, a wood, the wood's going to splinter in some cases just because of the type of plywood it is. So when you put tape down ahead of time and you think, great, no worries... If it does splinter and you pull the tape, all you did was just pull all the (laughs) splinters (laughs) out. Yeah.
0: And so (laughs) it's like, oh, that's that's Then you still
2: have an edge issue because it doesn't look right because you, you know, at that point you would want to not do tape, leave the splinters and take your, you know, blade, your knife and just cut them off so that it leaves it on. But it it depends on the ply. Not all ply is ply. The same.
1: So experiment a little bit with the materials you're going to be cutting. Absolutely. See how it might behave.
2: Yeah. Wood filler. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) A wood filler and sand it out. Or the sawdust you just cut with and wood glue. Drinking. Mm -hmm. That's what we did in my class. That's how we filled all the dowel hole mistakes was we went to the sanding table, table, grabbed a bunch of sawdust, wood glue, and then depending on the color of their board, they would pick the really, really fine stuff Mm -hmm. or the thicker pieces of sawdust. Mm -hmm. And you put it in there because the thicker the piece of sawdust, the darker it's going to be with wood glue. Say that again. The thicker the pieces of sawdust, the darker. It's going to be when it hits the wood glue. Yeah, when it dries. Cool. The finer it is, the lighter it is. Finer, lighter. Huh. That's nice. I didn't know that.
1: Nice trick. And so you just like mix it up in a little cup of some sort?
2: I mean, I made it real funny, and I went over there, and I grabbed a bunch of sawdust, like a crazy person, and was like, dowel down, and I made this whole big thing. (laughs) And then I threw it on the table, and then just like chocolate sauce on a Sunday, I just went to town with that glue and just mixed it up with my hands and like slapped it on there. And everybody was like, what are you doing? (laughs) Just to be funny, but I said, okay, or you could (laughs) do it. And be a little more scientific about it. And so then everybody kind of got a little bit, okay, well, I'm going to separate my shavings because I actually do want that fine, lighter bit. And it right. was kind of a, got to be fun. Cool. Got to enjoy it. cool, And something to be thoughtful about, like you yeah. say, if you might need it down the road.
0: Cool. Don't have to go get wood filler. That's nice. I like that.
1: Yeah, because wood filler always dries out. Yeah. You buy you thing, it, once. you
2: use it once, and then the next time you need it in two years, it's dried out, so. Well, and you think about it, too, the materials, then you can just sand it. Yeah. yeah right. You know, and... It's like sanding the wood that's already there.
0: I saw a tip for keeping the wood filler uh, moist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You take a small square of sponge, yep. and you glue it to the lid, and moisten that, and then close the close the container. And nice. every time you use it, you make sure you've got you Pretty. moisten that little tiny square of sponge that you have glued to the top of the lid. Nice. Oh my god, that's brilliant.
1: Do you think you could apply that to uh, like spackle?
2: Sure, why not? Yeah, mine are starting to dry out a little bit and they're really not as old as I want them to be. You know, spackle is a lot of times when you have extra, you put it on the edge and you wipe it back in there, you know, from your... Yes, right, right. right. What the problem is, is that you do that and then you put the lid back on. If you wipe it off and then make sure it falls into the rest, it will moisten itself because it's sitting with the stuff that's already moist. When you just leave it on the top. That's yeah. when the drying out gets really bad for a spackle and then you have to just cut a bunch out because it's yeah. really unusable at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Big chunks. Okay, we were talking about saws. Saws though. Now we went to spackle. Well,
1: <laughs> see how we just go woo. Okay, and this is so, my daily. Circular saws. Okay. Circular saws. We have sidewinder, yep, and inline. Right. Or worm. Worm drive, worm drive. Worm drive. <laughs> there's, there's inline and there's two types of inline,
0: and one's the worm drive, which is pretty popular uh, amongst framers.
1: Uh, sure, yeah. Is it also advantageous because you don't have this motor? You know, when you're trying to saw against something, I'm my motor is getting in the way sometimes.
2: It's the shape, yeah. It's it's the long shape of it right it's narrower
1: but it is longer yeah it's it's, heavier as well it's it's Mm -hmm. not in your way as much if you're doing something like close to a wall or something
2: right and when you're up on a roof for framers a lot you know you need to cut down you need the Mm. weight behind you Mm. because what happens is you put it and you you just cut straight down whatever it is and you need that to go that way so then you can pick it back up you know it's ergonomically correct gotcha (laughs) So
0: that was circular saws. Circular saws. Now we're going to talk
2: about miter saws. I
1: love and miter
0: saws. Do you? Which yeah, me too. which particular miter saw? Do you, and we're not talking the hand the hand miter saw with the you know the yellow box with the slots in it. Correct. Right. Right. Even I is, love that too, that is considered a miter. That's a miter box.
1: Right. And then you have the saw. But I have one. What's the difference between a miter saw and a chop saw?
0: They are one and the same. Okay,
1: so those are interchangeable. Right. The difference is, I thought the chop saw was the one that had the arm that can extend.
0: Oh, that's a sliding compound miter
1: saw. Okay. A lot
2: of times, you used to hear it as the ones that didn't slide, people would just say, chop saw. Okay. Because just just like, just like, just chop. it, yeah. it only went down, up and down. Yeah. And then the miter saw, radial arm saw, was this slide compound feature and that was always a really easy distinctive way to specify but
0: a a radial arm saw is totally different than a miter saw
2: right i was thinking more in like shop because we were just talking about my class was the the pullouts the slide compound sliding
1: compound saw yeah 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 but you said you can have the sliding compound in a miter saw yeah absolutely and so the only thing that's making it a miter saw is that plate that bed can pivot so that you can do at angles Correct?
0: No, it's the whole head will, tilt. will tilt, right. Okay. So you've got the compound miter saw, it tilts one way. It's it either left or right. <laughs> it's um, dual compound. It will go left and right. Got it.
2: Get right. it. Yeah. I'm telling you, get the dual every time. Oh, it makes it makes a huge difference. Then it's you don't like have to turn in
0: all this, and all you're the, always
2: doing trim, right? So you the right. twelve pieces of stuff, and because you, oh. you do, you have to turn it and then cut your trim backwards. And if you are someone who likes to be <laughs> right-handed, you have ruined your life.
1: Right, right.
2: <laughs> or if you like to be left, you have ruined your life. Either way,
1: right. Get right. the
2: dual, so you don't even you have, have to, to think mess with too that. Much. Yeah.
0: Oh, that is just. I remember the f- the first big job of doing. Um, I was doing shoe mold and going around some stairs, hey. and oh, the just trying to figure out. It's like okay, I just is need, it this way? Or I this need way? a forty five, right? Or then you start doing what they call returns, mm-hmm. like you've mm-hmm. got, you mm-hmm. know, your your trim, and you you want to cut a forty five to fit in there, so it's a nice finished end and everything. It's, oh.
2: Headache. It's a serious yeah. headache. But that is also when the head goes either left or right of the saw is different than the plate going right, left, or right for the angle. Just wanted to put that out there.
0: Yeah, you've got the plate that pivots
2: this way. Which, if right. the saw is locked, it will pivot that one way. They typically the go
0: both ways. Right. That's the what I mean. Plate does it's locked. Yeah. yeah. And then it's got stops at certain angles Mm -hmm. that are, what, 22 and a half and 30 and 45. All of them, yeah. yeah.
1: So how often is it a problem that that fence gets imperfect? Mm -hmm. Particularly if you're doing like baseboards and things, that your 45 stops being kind of a true 45. Is that common after a lot of use or somebody really abused it if that
0: happened? Both. It's definitely something that you should check on a regular basis, right? You want to make sure that your blade is square to the plate itself, right? The horizontal plate. And you can
1: just put like a car- carpenter square or something, right? Right, a speed square or something, or we- right?
0: Yeah, and, and your owner's manual should tell you how to do it if you kept it. Mm-hmm. You, and of course well, always keep them. You Can yeah. always do YouTube, right? Yes, there's, yeah. there's always YouTube that, that you'll be able to, and, and it'll tell you how to do it. And it makes a huge difference if you're one or two degrees off. It's
1: oh man, it's a nightmare! Uh, it is so mad, and,
0: and you're just like, What's going on? And there's like, There's another 10 foot stick that I just gotta, huh? It's horrible.
2: And also, doing the process from beginning to end, once you pivot it to a 45 degree angle, there is a locking mm-hmm. mechanism at the end, if you don't lock it. It can drift a little bit, just just a hair. Yeah, you know, you really have to tighten that down. And some people want to go quick, and you and you get into a rhythm of, I don't need to lock this because I'm going to pivot it back the other way and then swing it back then right. back. Yeah. Well, that messes you up every time mm-hmm. because you're not fully locked in.
0: And just because there's a stop there, don't don't assume that it's going to be exactly forty five degrees. Right. Yeah, you want to make sure that you check that as well. So check that. Um, Especially when you're setting it up. Brand new, out of the box. Mm. You know, there's no guarantee that, you know, they did that at the factory. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Any more questions on miter saws? Sliding miter saw, sliding compound. The slider is so that you can... Cut those big, you know, two by two. You reach out and, beyond would you so right. you're not just
1: going up and down. Right. You're actually can pulling the, the towards you. And it almost feels like a little bit of a circular saw when you just push mm-hmm. it just yeah. For those, yeah. That foot or whatever it is. But people
0: foot. find those scary because they make so much noise when you and and, and, banging and kinda, them around and kind of jerks when you pull that trigger, right? You've got a twelve inch blade on that and it's rain.
1: It's like, Oh my gosh. Um I love it though. I just, I, I, that's my favorite saw. Like oh. just the straight miter saw. It's, it's so limiting mm-hmm. just because I, you know. Because <laughs> you're spoiled.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I want the big one. But it's heavy, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, to, to, uh, yes. Um, have you ever heard of the, the saws that will stop if it recognizes mm-hmm. flesh?
1: Yes, I've Who seen Whoever put
0: their finger out there to do that. That's they, what I want to know. I use mean, the they hot dogs.
1: Right. But yeah, it, there's a retirement community down in Arizona that my dad snowbirds at, and they have them there. Really? And well, they yeah. have them in
2: schools too. Would Oh, job? I
1: bet. I bet. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But um, like they have to keep them on a maintenance schedule. Mm-hmm. And so the guy will come out, and yeah, it's a bunch of hot dogs. Just How just does that sure. even work? What did I, I asked Because I was fascinated too, and it's something with moisture. Mm hmm. But that's got to be so, I mean, because so it's quick. just a split second and your
0: finger's gone.
1: Yeah. It's also very expensive oh, right. add on. It was crazy mm-hmm. expensive. Wow. How much is your finger worth? No,
2: not that much. <laughs> I can get another one.
1: The the thing that worried me was that not only is it expensive, but um, because it does take maintenance, it can be sometimes a false sense of security. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh,
2: don't worry, it can't hurt me. Mm-hmm. And then like, and if it's just a little bit off, yes, it can hurt. Right. You. I think all safety things involving tools in general, <gasps> you should pretend it doesn't take work. Serious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what would happen? Like if, even the guard. Yeah. On the you know absolutely yeah. because it's one thing could go wrong. Uh, Shan out in the field just bought a brand new chop saw and in the middle of cutting just a regular two by four the uh the fence over your chop saw the plastic part of it just snapped and it's broken you can't i mean you can in your own personal i don't recommend it and i don't condone it so i pulled the saw from the field because you can't keep using that Mm -hmm. right right it's one time that's it one time so you should even though that was a safety thing and it comes on all of them you can go any minute, yeah. So yeah, you should just pretend that you'd have to be very careful all the time. And the
1: devices it. that um uh stop because of the flesh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it is a big deal when it stops. Have you seen one stop? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're impressive. And I went to only demos do it once because they're co cartridges that is stopping that blade, and so it only works one time. And then you have to have that reset, yeah. Oh, and, that mm-hmm. yeah. and, oh, and wow. you can't I didn't know reset that. it yourself.
0: They, that's smart. Yeah,
1: they re- they bring the new cartridge and retest it and, uh-huh. and that kind of stuff. But it's very dramatic. It's you're not going to miss it. Uh, you know the the rest of the shop. Mm-hmm. apparently Well, oh, the, the just, sound alone. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? The sound. It's I, well. Dramatic. Yeah, I guess. Because you have CO2 the exploding CO two right. thing in right. addition to just metal upon metal. It's like stopping. it's like
2: also listening to like a semi stop like loud. You hear the air and everything just around it. What was. That. Yeah, you're not going to mistake it's, it for anything no, else. Yeah.
0: I got to check out YouTube for this.
2: Yeah, that would be an interesting thing
0: yeah,
1: to see. Yeah. I don't think it could capture it, though. I think it probably no? just stops your heart. You know, well, to yeah,
0: actually to be actually the be there
2: on, on site to, but yeah. I was in a shop the day that they were testing one, and I was on the bandsaw, and I sliced my thumb pad off <gasps> because you heard because that. Because you got jarred? No. While they were talking, they were having a whole little <laughs> thing about safety. <laughs> And I got caught on a knot in a piece of wood, and I just and the 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 wood jerked forward, and I wasn't ready, and it got the pad of my thumb, Ugh. and I go over while everybody's and I was like, excuse me, I just need some uh, excuse me, if you could just, I got a situation over here, you know. And they were sitting there talking about the hot dogs and everything else. I thought it was really funny because I was like, "Well, that would happen to me right now." Of course, of course it course would. It would. <laughs> That's fine.
1: <laughs> Awkward. Like uh, oh. me and my pride. Uh, we're gonna go we, back yeah. over here. I'm
0: gonna. You guys Stop carry on. Cool, cool. Just- I'm gonna. Wow, wow. <laughs> All right. So safety: no baggy clothes, mm. no strings, Mm-hmm.
1: no gloves, no headphones, no headphone thing, or ear protection with the strings. You know, would you suggest using
2: not the string ear ear protection? I I do not. I think it is a good idea at all to wear headphones when you're using a saw. Ever. Mm-hmm. I made sure of that even in class. You have to hear the machine. It's gonna tell you what's happening. Uh, like in your ears, it's gonna tell you first. What about earplugs?
0: When- what about your your earplugs?
2: Just, you know, the little foam deals. I mean, mean, you can still hear. But you have to still be able to hear people. I mean, you just, you have to hear the machine tell you (laughs) something's wrong. (laughs) And you will if you are truly listening. You'll hear the battery going out. Yeah, You will hear that something's binding. It's going to give you, hey, red flag, stop. But you have to be able to hear it. And the green flags, too. I mean, it's just like, oh, oh, absolutely. The the going well, everything. Yeah. yeah. But that's huge. So I don't think you should listen to music, have headphones in. No noise canceling. Yeah, no, when you turn the saw on.
0: Well, that would be a distraction as well, right? You're Mm -hmm. you're jamming out to some tunes and not paying attention to what you're doing.
2: Because some people have, you know, now, speaking of the cords hanging down for your earphones, you have the wireless ones. Right. right? It's still the same thing. If you're jamming to five Finger death punch, you know. (laughs) can't hear it, so I say no.
1: So no baggy clothes. No baggy clothes. No strings on your hoodie.
0: Right. Wear your safety glasses, even though you think just, no, no, wear safety glasses. A mask is a good thing, especially if you're doing pressure-treated wood because that that Mm. chemical is not, I mean, it's not, the arsenic that it used to be, but it's still it's uh, still got good. Still, it. yeah, it's still a chemical, and you don't want to be breathing that stuff in. Make sure your blade guards are in good condition or working mm-hmm. condition. I I know there's another saw at the shop that has got a funky guard mm-hmm. on it that we've replaced at least once. So. And
2: making sure that your filtration is working with your saw. Each saw should come with a bag. Make sure that's emptied. If you need a mask because you're blowing, you haven't emptied your you know, dust collection mm-hmm. and you need to empty that as well mm-hmm. because that is a huge. Oh, safety. you're actually
0: supposed to use those bags, huh? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I see.
2: Okay. That would help, you know, when you're outside and you're cutting that pressure treated and the wind picks up and it all comes back at you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You might not need a mask if you had emptied your bag and right. used your bag. Or your safety glasses at that point. At that right? point. right. Right. Dust collection. Right.
1: And can you get replacement guards and bags? Are those at the big box stores or do you have to contact uh, the uh, manufacturer directly? Usually you
0: have to order them through Mm -hmm. the manufacturer. Okay. Yeah. And you
2: should. Oh, yes. Mainly because if you do, you can sign up for a lot of programs where they'll say, okay, here's your warranty because you ordered through us. You know, there's a lot when it comes to picking out your saw.
1: And so we've only talked about circular saws and miter saws. Right. Um, Mm. We didn't even hit some of our favorites, the table saw.
0: Nope.
1: See, there's so many. We could have been hacked saws. Sawzalls. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oscillating tool, which is the saw. Mm-hmm. Right. So we will definitely have a volume two, volume mm-hmm. three, <laughs> more of saws. Or
0: ask us. You know, send us an email and, and ask us what kind of saws do you want us to talk about.
1: Exactly. And if you have any questions about their use or any other, tips are great. It's rewarding to get skillful at, at a saw. Mm-hmm. So that, that's pretty exciting. Oh, right. Yes. So if you have any questions about anything that we're talking about or anything you'd like us to talk about, send us an email. At AskAmy at AmyWorks.com. Thank you, Kayla. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Alicia.
0: This podcast is sponsored by AmyWorks, a residential remodeling contractor in Seattle. We want to help you realize the dream of your next kitchen, bath, or basement remodel. Check out some of our work on our website, AmyWorks.com. Give us a call at two zero six four seven eight two zero one nine or send us an email at help at Amyworks dot com.